Joker here, welcome you to another edition of the Knife Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. And without any further ado, please let me welcome your host, Zachary Evergreen. <laughs> Love that Joker. Well, Mark Hamill, wherever you are, thank you for that endorsement. With me today, once again, is the ever-present, ever-funny, greatest laugh in the history of podcasting or on-demand radio, Antonius. Antonius, how are you doing? Hey, what's up? Oh, man, we're finally here. We're doing it. We're doing it. So we're talking seven. And I was just thinking about this. What out of all the seven deadly sins do you think you're most guilty of? I mean, we've all done... Oh, I don't know if I know you well enough for that one. <laughs> Let's just say I cover them all, at least a little bit. Yeah, me too, definitely. I mean, especially lust, Jesus Christ. I mean, if, if vanity was one, I, that would probably be mine, but lust is definitely lust uh, is secondly yours. number okay. two. I mean, I do always eat, so gluttony would be that. But then again, it's hard to get out of bed on Sundays, so maybe sloth. I don't know. <laughs> There's so many of them. Um, so we are going to start out with the beginning of this movie, and it's very quiet, and you just see Mills in Somerset getting ready for their day. Now Mills obviously is played by Brad Pitt and Somerset is obviously played by our boy over there. Um, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. And uh, they're getting ready for the date. Now Mills is very chaotic and haphazard when he's getting ready for his day. Right. Because he's got, he wakes up and he's like, ah, he does a stretch. He puts on a, a shirt that's wrinkled and he puts on a tie that's pre-tied. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, hey, man, when when I used to have to get up super early, I would always have my tie free tie too because you just kind of noose it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so uh, uh, they're, they're getting ready a little bit. And I mean, you kind of see like a montage of how they begin their day. Mills is super calculated where he has like his watch his pocket knife and everything else like right there, like all in a row kind of ready. And he, he's got a pocket for each of them and he's got his, you know, the pen and everything else. And I thought that was really cool. He's very meticulous. Yes. Whereas Pitt is kind of like, yeah, 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 exactly. And, uh, that's kind of how we begin. And then we, we have them meet and there, we don't really see, you know, what's, we don't really know what's going on, but we see him meet and uh, Mills is kind of giving um, Mills introduce himself and he goes, hi, you know, I'm, you know, Detective Mills and be taking over your, you know, your, your position, this and that. Mm -hmm. And um, Somerset just giving him shit right off the bat. Yeah. You know, he's, he's like, I don't, I don't understand. Why did, I've never seen it done this way. Why did you fight to get here? Yeah. Like why here? Exactly. And, um, you know, Mills is like, I, th I thought I could do some good. You mm -hmm. know, I, I just probably like you, you know, before you decide to leave, that is. Yeah. And it's kind of like a shot at him. Like, 
you know, you're you're quitting and I'm I'm joining in. You're giving me shit for joining in. But right. <laughs> but then again, Somerset's like, dude, you don't know this city. Like this city You, you, you don't understand what you signed up for. Exactly. Like, are you sure you really want to do kind of like testing him, you know? Mm -hmm. And he goes, Hey man, my badge says detective, just like yours. Mm -hmm. You know? And uh uh I've I've solved I've solved homicides and this and that. And he's yeah, like, he said he worked for like four or five years or something mm -hmm. like that as a homicide detective mm -hmm. already. And he just says straight up, but not here. Yeah. You know, and later we're going to hear some horror stories that, uh, um, you know, Somerset tells him about just like some, you know, some, like he says, uh, he, I, I forgot what it is, but doesn't he say like some kid was like shot or something for no reason? Or he, he gives some examples of just some brutal shit. Oh yeah. Later in the movie. Yeah. So, you know, he, he's, he's kind of like just sink or swim. And he, he's mm -hmm. like, you're going to sink. You're not, you're not going yeah, to be able to make it. Yeah. He doesn't think he's, yeah. He thinks he's going to break right off the bat. Yeah. And, and he tells him like, look, I may only be here for like a week, but I'm in charge and you do what I say exactly. and you just freaking deal with it. Yeah. He's like, for the next seven days, you'll do exactly what I say when I say. Yeah. And then we get one of the most copied, one of the most influential beginnings of any movie. And this really shows David Fincher's music video kind of side to him. Mm -hmm. so, so we get this awesome killer music with this great opening scene the scene is you see john doe well, we don't know he's john doe yet or who this guy is right but we see this person cutting off his fingernails sewing together notebooks like doing that whole really creepy kidnap thing where you cut off you know uh uh oh, newspapers of, yeah newspapers and then and... there's a very telling one where they cut he cuts a dollar bill where it says in god we trust yeah and it's just one of the creepy like you when you see that you're like oh this is this is this is what we're in for yeah like it was definitely one of the creepiest like montage scenes yeah. i've i've ever witnessed yeah and and now it's super copied I mean, think about how many times you've seen a movie and you're like, oh, they're, they're doing the seven thing. They're, yeah. <laughs> you know? It works super well, but yeah, like you can't do it that much. You yeah, know? exactly. And and they're also doing a, um, it's it's a version of Nine Inch Nails is Closer, but it's, well, I mean, you're listening to it now, but it's very different. But this scene goes on for about two or three minutes since the credit scene. And as we mentioned before, no Kevin Spacey in the credits. Mm -hmm. But at the end... Kevin Spacey is the first mentioned. Very first thing. Exactly, yeah. which is pretty cool. So this movie doesn't really go in Act 1, Act 2, Act 3. It goes in six acts because the last two murders are within the same, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, the first act is Monday, and it just appears on the bottom in white, like, weird lettering it just says monday right like kind of like a typewriter it's missing a little bit of ink or too much thing. ink yeah, yeah yeah exactly and we have mills he awakes with his wife right and uh he gets um he gets situated he goes to uh the police precinct uh training day will later rip this off when he gets like the phone call in fact they even go to the same fucking diner that that they do in training day. Uh, did you know that i didn't know that yeah, when that's Ger cool when gwyneth paltrow uh talks to uh, somerset later on mm -hmm. um that actually is the same exact diner in the same exact fucking booth is training day <laughs> i'm not lying dude 
And that diner is actually used in a lot of stuff. It's even in Midnight Meat Train. You've seen that movie. Right? I have, yeah. It's fucking great. <laughs> I like that movie a lot. Um, so now uh, we see Mills and he's like holding two cups of coffee and he's all like cold and shit. And he, and he, <laughs> he tries to give one to Somerset and he goes, no. And then the officer comes up and, and uh, uh, like the uh, um, officer at the scene because, mm-hmm. you know, they're waiting for the detectives to come in. And, uh, uh, you know, he gives him the coffee instead and, and he kind of gives him a little shit. Like everyone's fucking rude to Mills in the beginning of this movie. Everyone is. I mean, rightfully so. I think like when you're working <laughs> in a place like that and some like, not like a kid, but when a young guy comes in, is like, oh yeah, I'm going to come in and do everything better than all you yeah. guys. Like, well, yeah, I know what you mean. Now they come up and the thing is, is that they're. They're like, well, why did you call, you know, uh, us, you know, to investigate? Because it's not yet a murder, right? So they they don't know what they're, you know, they don't know what going. They go in this house, and this is the gluttony murder, mm-hmm. and they're looking around and they're checking everything, you know, and then uh, uh, Mills looks down and he notices that he's bound, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a murder," <laughs> right? Um, so this is, uh, I just wrote down the fat boy scene and the part that really gets to me, and this is really like good writing and, and good acting is when he goes, oh yeah, there's also a bucket down here and he goes, what's in it? And he goes, ah, fucking vomit. Because (laughs) how many times have you, you you just smell violent vomit like suddenly and it does that to you. It's like a slap in the face. Yeah. Yeah. It just throws you back no matter how tough you think you are. And, uh, so Somerset has this switchblade and he's kind of like looks like he's combing the back of, of Fatboy's head mm-hmm. and because he sees something and it's like you could tell it's a, it's a, the muzzle it's like a muzzle's being pushed right and by the way he's so not only is he bound but his face is like in a plate of spaghetti yeah and then they're waiting for the corner and the corner goes like oh yeah he's dead <laughs> yeah he like pulls the guy's head, head up, up yeah. and it's like yeah He's dead. <laughs> like, why did you even call me up here, you asshole? <laughs> um, so now we have the car scene, and again, Mills is trying to plead his case mm-hmm. to Somerset, you know, and uh, and they finally go to the uh, autopsy. Uh, of course, Somerset's not here in any of it. He's like, whatever, dude. Like he's like a like a puppy dog jumping around like an old Great Dane. <laughs> That's the only way I can like kind of describe, right, right. you know, how it is. And um, by the way, the autopsy scene. So they that guy actually weighed five hundred plus pounds, and he um, or what was it four hundred plus? Maybe four hundred. Four hundred plus. plus. And he had to wear all these prosthetics, and he, they actually had to give him like a straw to breathe out of because his face was literally in that spaghetti. Oh. And then they felt uh, a Fincher felt so bad for him that in the autopsy scene he made his dick even bigger. <laughs> it's like a sorry, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna make you have a long dong. <laughs> but yeah, that was six hours of makeup. Jesus, okay. I know. That that's not the only one. I, it Fincher tortured tortured every single one of the victims. I'll get into that. So, anyway, uh, yeah. So they're in there, and the coroner basically tells them there's like you know uh, there's a hematoma in the stomach and this and that. And mm-hmm. then Mills goes, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like speak English, and he goes, basically this guy was fed. Um, uh, they say it. Well, was he fed to death? And he goes, "No, not exactly, but yes, it was half the reason." 
He was fed until his stomach was so full, and then the assailant kicked him, and his stomach burst. Yeah. And it caused uh, a hematoma, and it caused, like, um, what do you call it? Septus. When mm-hmm. you when you when you you get a blood infection, right? So, anyway, uh, he was fucked, but he probably would have died anyway, even if he wasn't kicked. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, he was fucked, and uh, now, so, oh, where the hell, why did I turn my page? Why did I do that? Here, fucking filibuster. Why find out where the hell we were? <laughs> so it's one of those things like you you kind of get into the mind of the killer. At this point, like, okay, this guy's methodical. He's taking his time. Yeah. They even mentioned that uh, he had gone back to the grocery store there a was couple three of receipts. times. Yeah. And so, like, obviously, this guy had plenty of time on his hands to torture this guy. Yeah, because he goes back to get more SpaghettiOs or, 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 or tomato sauce. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, more spaghetti sauce. And, like, when you see the cupboards, they're, like, full of food. Of food. And, and it's all the same. All it's just spaghetti sauce and noodles. That's yeah. all it is. Which, don't get me wrong, I love Italian food, but, I mean, throw a motherfucker a meatball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, I love spaghetti, but just, and it looked like that cheap sugary can sauce. Oh, know? yeah, like bargain basement, like, you probably shouldn't have eaten that in the first place. Now, as an Italian, did this offend you? Uh, well, no, because I know it was used for torture, not for enjoyment. You know, if he was cooking, like, Thanksgiving dinner with it, I, yeah, I'd have a problem. You'd be like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I'm coming over to your house, and you feed me ketchup? <laughs> so, then uh, we have Lee Army Ermi. He plays the captain, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, you know, he's like, it's him and Mills sitting together, because remember, Mills is being the shadow. And Mills goes... Uh, uh, Mills goes back to to investigate by himself, mm-hmm. and he goes through the the police tape, and you know he notices um, because the the no. cor- the the coroner gives him these like he goes this one in his stomach as well, and they're these like shavings. That was Somerset. Oh yes, yeah, so, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So Somerset goes because the coroner goes these were found in his stomach as mm-hmm. well, or these were found in the fat boy's stomach, and he goes put it on the uh, you know table, please, and he takes a look, and it's looks like three pieces of plastic mm-hmm. and uh, but it turns out to be linoleum because when somerset goes back to the apartment he notices there's three scratches in front of the refrigerator yeah. and they fit in perfectly like a puzzle piece mm-hmm. then he moves back the refrigerator and gluttony is written in grease yeah so then we go with, with the little note at the bottom there yeah with a little note and then uh, uh then they we we cut back to uh, so I misspoke. We cut back now to uh, the chief Mills and Somerset, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, "This can't be my last case. This yeah. is going to go on forever." You know that, and and uh, uh, he then Mills goes, "You know what? Give it to me. I'm yeah. I'll, I'll be all like, over screw it. it. Fine. He wants to quit. Cool. Whatever. Like I'm going to do this." Oh no no not at first. Then he goes like, uh, "Hey man, I'm standing right fucking here. Fucking address me. What the fuck is wrong with you?" And he goes, "He's too green. Don't give it to him." Yeah. And he goes, "You know what? Why don't you tire? Fuck off. Go to a log cabin or something. Fuck you. I'll take it. Give it to me." Yeah. And he goes, "Sorry, Mills. I got you on something else. You're stuck with the fat boy, Somerset." Mm-hmm. Which that that actor he was actually a bit more toned down. In this movie, oh, Ar- Lee Armiere. Yeah, yeah. Because normally he's like 
you know, yelling yeah. and screaming. We've at all everybody. seen Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, of we course. know exactly like, he's what like he's that capable character, of. But like in this movie, like he's still like aggressive, like definitely very assertive. But he's not like how we were used to it, and it, it was kind of, kind of creepy, like yeah, it is sort of thing. Yeah, uh, and here's the other thing: it's not like your typical movie where the chief is always pissed and yelling at the cops, like. You know, like in every Arnold, like last action hero, oh, yeah, yeah, or like Cobra. You know, where where uh, there's always like you know that angry chief. This guy is like not. I want. I don't want to say complacent, but no. But he's definitely a lot more level-headed. Yeah. Than what you'd probably expect from this. Yes, exactly. But it's kind of a cool thing for Mills in a way that he's giving him his own own case right away. Right. Which is kind of interesting, seeing how he's supposed to only be a shadow for seven days. Mm-hmm. So Mills goes up to this very high-scale apartment building, and this is his first case, and the press are everywhere, right? And even the cops are like, how did they already know about this? Mm-hmm. You know, and if I believe, I'm not 100% sure, but uh, uh, the the black officer, the older black officer, isn't that the same chief from RoboCop, or am I wrong? That's different gentleman. It is. They yeah, look yeah. very the assistant similar. Prosecutor. Yeah. Yeah. Different gentleman. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was the same dude, but anyway. So uh, this is Tuesday, by the way, mm-hmm. but we don't see the Tuesday yet until Mills goes up, and Mills uh, uh, comes up, and you see the forensics is up there, and um, Mills is just looking around, and we, we don't see anything yet, and then Mills sits down in a chair, and he goes, "Hey guys, why don't you go get a coffee? Get a coffee. Yeah. You get out of here." And then Mills is just sitting there and, you know, at this desk and he look, which is, by the way, bad police work, but the forensics probably already brushed it down. Right. Uh, one would assume. <laughs> you would hope. Yeah. Ho- one would hope. And then uh, uh, we see that there is a body, like, on its hands and knees um, on this white carpet and there's blood all over the uh, place. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's greed. Yeah. And the blood is spelled out greed on the carpet. Right. And uh, this is Eli Gould. Now, Eli Gould is a, uh, a, a defense lawyer mm-hmm. who's got a lot of bad people off. Child molesters, drug dealers, murderers. He's Just the like worst the worst of the worst. Yeah, he's he's like the... I, I was going to say Johnny Cochran, but that's, that's not the same. <laughs> he's just one of those evil people that get a lot of other evil people off. He's like a shit scum lawyer. You're right. You know, he's the, the people that give lawyers a bad name. And um, anyway, so... Then we see a shot before the end of the scene where you see a picture of a lady turning over and her eyes are like marked in blood. Yeah, they have like blood circles around them. <laughs> yeah, like raccoon eyes, but in mm-hmm. blood, right? So, um, and that's when they also uh, figured out that like the two cases are, are related. Connected. Yeah. So then Mills and Somerset do have to work together. together. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I lost my train of thought and uh, I was thinking what's up next. So then you have Mills and Somerset and uh, uh, the chief and uh, Somerset's going, we have this greed was written in Greece. Or sorry, in blood. blood. Yeah. And then we have gluttony written in, in uh, Greece. Greece. And he goes, there are seven deadly sins. You know, greed, sloth, gluttony. And he names them all and then he goes, this is the beginning. Yeah. And then uh, uh, the funny part is the phone rings at the desk, and and then uh, Lee Army Ermy's character, the chief, adds it, and he goes, "This is not even my office." And he hangs <laughs> up the phone. Oh man, which I really like. So 
now we see there's like a montage of Mills and he's like stretching and he's got all these photos in front of him, you know. And then uh, uh, while we have um, Somerset, he goes to this library. Mm-hmm. And apparently he's here a lot because he knows yeah. all the security. And they even tell him, lock up when you're done. Because, you know, he comes here all the time. Yeah, he's done this many times over the years. And he's going through all these books, like uh, uh, books related to the Bible and the seven deadly sins, Dante's Inferno. Mm-hmm. I guess is like where it's kind of most, where, where it's mentioned. I, I don't know too much about, um, you know, any of this shit besides like Old Testament stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know this is Old Testament, but I didn't realize. Well, in, in Dante's Inferno, <coughs> there's hell has the different level, level, yeah. levels. There's nine in total, mm. but there's seven main ones for like the cardinal sins. Yeah, and uh, so he's researching this, and because remember he doesn't he knows this case is just going to be thrown to mills. So he's kind of giving him his like old man wisdom of hey, you need to know your enemy. Yeah. So I kind of did some of the work for you, and then uh, you know he he has all these notes, and he puts it on on Mills's desk at the end of the night. So he's been burning the midnight oil mm-hmm. like all night, right? And then uh, the great thing is, Mills instead gets a Dante's Inferno for Dummies book, and like this cop get, delivers to him, and he goes, "Thanks, good good work, officer." And then like he's reading it for like three seconds he goes fucking Dante and throws it against no, well the no you see him uh, in the car reading the actual Dante's Inferno book yeah he can't understand it. he flips out starts swearing he's yeah. like tossing the book and then the other cop comes up with the, the, the pack dun- of the cliff notes yeah and he's just like oh thank you thank, thank you, you officer. Yes, yeah, yeah, all yeah. right exactly, exactly. <laughs> I know that's uh, I got excited a little bit on that one but yeah that's what happens that is it's and it's funny because Mills is a very tenacious and smart officer he just doesn't have like that old man insight like okay if they were spirit animals <laughs> I, I don't even know why i came up with this maybe because it's a fucking dream catcher yeah, on the wall i kind of want to see where this goes <laughs> right somerset would be like an owl yeah okay you know he he could be up late he there's not a he's lot of sporadic wise, movement Ev- he's wise everything's calculated Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then Mills would be like a cat. <laughs> like, look at this. Look at the keys. Look at the keys. Look yeah. at the ball. Look at the ball. You know, he doesn't have time to sit there and read Dante's Inferno. And I get it. Some people are different learners. Like, I'm a visual learner. I can't, I, if someone, this is why I never did good in school, I can't sit there and listen to somebody for an hour. Yeah. I'll fall asleep. My toe will be tapping. My mind will be racing. I'll be thinking about why Mega Man 3 is better than Mega Man 2. <laughs> it just, <laughs> it's just, it doesn't work for me, dude. Yeah. And, and so I kind of like have more of a Mills mentality. So I totally get it. So when he gets the cliff notes, I always thought that was hilarious. I mean, you know what I mean? So it's it's a pretty cool scene. Um, I think we're approaching on Wednesday, unless I haven't, unless I miss anything from Tuesday. No, that sounds about right. Sounds yeah, about coming right. up on Wednesday. Okay. So um, then you see the first scene where they're kind of copacetic to each other. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's uh, uh, well, first off, they're scraping off the, um, you know, detective Somerset from the window. And he goes, can you can you please stop doing that? Because it annoys him. Remember when they're doing oh, that? Oh, yeah, he's scraping his name yeah. off. Yeah, for his office. And then uh, you see, um, actually, that might have been the part with the linoleum. But it, either way, that happens. And then uh, uh, Mills walks in. 
and um, he goes, uh, you, you know, they're they're arranging uh, uh, desks because yeah, now, it was the changing of, of the, the guard, guard scene. yeah, the passing yeah. of the torch, if yeah. you will. And uh, uh, he's like, do you, "Do you want your chair?" You know, and he goes, "No, no, it's it's yours." Yeah, and and it's like, okay, maybe the, maybe there's a relationship happening here. And then the phone rings, and he goes, "It's the phone," and he goes, "It comes with the office." <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's your phone it's, now, bitch. Yeah, you got to deal with though. it. <laughs> and then he he goes, "Mills," and he answers the phone, and then he's like, oh, "Is everything is everything all right?" Okay, so what? I told you not to call me. And then uh, he goes, ah, oh, and he leans back in the chair, and he goes, uh, Somerset, it's for you. And he goes, I'm sorry? It's my wife, Tracy. And then so he's watching Somerset talk on the phone with his wife, yeah, not knowing what happens, and then Somerset goes, I'd be delighted. Okay, bye. And he hangs up the phone, and he goes, so... <laughs> and then he turns around and goes, oh, yes. I've been cordially invited to uh, dinner at your house. I accept it. Yeah. And he goes, what? Wait, what? He's like, yeah, tonight. Yeah, exactly. Tonight, dinner. Now, this is where they actually start working at as a cohesive unit. Mm-hmm. So now we get to talk about, this is one of my favorite scenes too, the dinner scene. Because it's actually the only scene with a lot of levity in this whole movie. Whole movie, yeah. You know, so here's our uh, deep breath. You, you know, can take a break from it. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, you know, first off, we get to see that Mills is not like such a dick because, you know, he's got these dogs. It sucks there in a the room. It always makes me sad those dogs are just stuck in that room, you know? It does, but it was cool to see him being goofy and wrestling yeah. with them on the floor. Exactly. And like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I'm with you on that one because we get to see him like. You know, not like this young gunslinger come in. We get to see right. a soft side of him. He took off the tough guy yeah. kind of facade for a second. Yeah. And then uh, Tracy and Somerset get along very well. And she's like, hello, man. And then uh, uh, Somerset kind of lets his guard down by, you know, saying, hey, my name's William. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, then they sit down for dinner and all of a sudden... <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, ah, God damn it. And they hold their glasses. He goes, it'll it'll pass. And then <laughs> Mills goes, so we're, we're looking at this place, you know, and, and the real estate agent, and, you know, he's a nice guy. You know, Tracy really likes him. But he'll only bring us at certain times. Yeah. And then we and found- it's only for five minutes, minutes at, at a time. time. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out it's right above his subway. Right. You know, and, and also, too, this also shows how much they get paid because I don't know if you know this, but in New York, obviously, the higher you go, the more expensive mm-hmm. it is in a building. Mm-hmm. So they must be ground level yeah, or they, near ground level. Yeah, like they're not making floor. a lot. Yeah. yeah. And she's a school teacher, but she's looking for jobs. She's optimistic. Now she's optimistic. Yeah. But we see a different side of her later on. And they're having spaghetti and... um. She's like, so why aren't you married, William? And then like, Mills goes, oh, Tracy, Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, we didn't need to bring that up. Like, obviously, it's it's not a happy story. <laughs> yeah, and we get more of this story later on. But the greatest thing is, Somerset goes, you know, I was close to a woman once. It was almost a marriage, but uh, I find that uh, when people spend a significant amount of time with me, they find me unbearable. <laughs> and then Mills goes, yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, 100% agree, yep. And um, 
also we see that Tracy now I think this has something to do with the end because when uh, William or I'm just gonna call him something takes off his jacket she sees the holster and yeah. she freaks out because she does not like guns mm-hmm. and he goes well neither do I you know like I, I, can't, I I've been in this for 40 50 years and I, I'm still not used to him yeah you know which is kind of cool but it we actually get to see that I think that as Somerset talks to Tracy, Somerset's actually talking to like the softer side of Mills. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, because after this scene, mm-hmm. they're buddy buddy. Oh, totally. Like they have a laugh at the dinner table about the uh, vibrating yeah. home, the comforting <laughs> vibrating <laughs> the home. Comforting vibrating home. Yeah. Um, and then they, they, you know, later after, after I, mean, I love Tracy it. I love it because he goes. Well, fuck you, Tracy. You live here. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> yeah. So now we get the the sharing of the notes. Right. So later on, you see them. They're they're sharing a drink and and talking about the the murder so far and trying to find that one thing, which is where they come back to the woman. Real quick though, he yep. goes, "I'm gonna get a beer. You got you beer." And he goes, "Wine, please." And then he that's, <laughs> see that's where we're drinking. He pours up a straight up fucking like- full pint of wine yeah <laughs> and like you see he hands it to somerset and somerset just looks, looks at, at it, it like what and the like fuck? his eyes get all wide and everything like oh my god <laughs> yeah go on so they're exchanging notes yeah they're exchanging notes and that's when they <laughs> they go through the pictures to find that one thing they can focus on and they come back to the picture of the woman that has the raccoon eyes and blood yeah so he goes he's preaching and uh he goes fuck yeah he's preaching and then uh he takes up um and they're they're not really no, and he goes. Oh wait, 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 wait! And he runs over and he goes, "Look, I found this on Ghoul's uh, desk." And he goes, "Did forensic mess with it?" And he goes, "No, no, this is the way." And and uh, uh, you know, he's like, "I, I, I don't know. She, is she in danger?" Da, da. And then uh, uh, you know, um, Somerset goes like, "Maybe it's something that she has seen or she should see." Right. You know, and. Uh, then they talk about forced attrition. So, you know, a pound of flesh. No more, yeah. no less, no bone, no cartilage, only flesh. Yeah. So forced attrition is, uh, uh, he goes like, well, you know, what is that? And he goes, it's when you atone, you want to atone for your sins, but it's not because you want to atone. And then Mills goes, yeah, like someone's sticking a fucking gun in your face. And he goes, exactly. Yeah. So that's what forced attrition is. So after they see the, the whole Gould thing, Right, they go and they get Gould's wife, and she's already in a safe house. Mm-hmm. She's in like a hotel, and uh, they have all the crime scene pictures of the greed murder. And they're like, "Do you anything? Is anything askew?" Mm-hmm. You know, and she's like, "I can't just not do this right now." But it shows how fucking materialistic she is. She goes, "Wait a minute, that painting's upside down." Yeah. Which I mean, it is like a plot point, but at the same time, why would you know? Why would you know? Like, it's an abstract painting. Yeah, it's it's not like a, a portrait or a yeah. landscape. Like, it's an abstract painting. Yeah, it's not like my clown paintings I have. You know, like you would definitely know that abstract painting to the naked eye. You would like no one notice. I wouldn't notice that. Yeah, even no, if I owned that shit, I wouldn't it notice. It would be it. hard. Yeah, but she she covets it so much. She stares at it so much that she notices. Yeah, um, that it's upside down. Yeah, so then they um, this I love this scene too. This is where they go into the uh, Gould's office mm-hmm. to do like a second pair of eyes with Somerset, right? And uh, 
So they go in, they're looking around, and they're like, did Forensic fuck with anything? Is everything dusted? No, everything's fine. Everything's cool. And then they're looking at the painting, and they take it off the wall. And at first, they're like, okay. Now, this is a professional frame painting, meaning it's got the paper back, you know, uh, on the it, back, it so has, there's no spider webs. And, right, right. And uh, it's it's professionally framed. Mm-hmm. It's It's got the, the hangers, and the hangers are backwards, like the wire. Right. You know? And... Um, uh, then um, Somerset pulls out his his trusty switchblade yep. and he goes, "What the fuck is that?" And he goes, "Switchblade." <laughs> they cut it open. There's nothing there. And then Brad Pitt goes, "Yeah, yeah, he's fucking us. Yeah, see this? This is us." And he's bending <laughs> over and he goes, "He's fucking us." And then Somerset <laughs> climbs on the and he goes, "Somerset, are you climbing on the furniture now?" <laughs> and then of course Somerset's so old school. He has like a um, a you print know, dusting kit. In his pocket, and so yeah, he and he's starts doing it, and then there's there's prints, but they're like they're in weird patterns, and then he keeps doing it, and then it's it says H E, and he goes call the print lab L P M E, like, and it's really you, you know it's not someone's doing it with their thumb or whatever it's like palms and, and different you know yeah, like the side of their hand yeah. like a whole finger yeah, is exactly. on there but it spells out help me on there and so they they get the print lab mm-hmm. uh they run that it takes them a while oh wait no first you gotta you remember they come in and they do the whole sam's lamp the black oh, lights the black lights yeah because yeah. there's that scene that goes that's my sound effect. <laughs> hey, man, we know, hey, this podcast is known for its great sound effects. Yeah, so uh, they do out, they they do the print lab and the print la- uh, match, right? So they're sitting there and uh, Mills and Somerset are just talking about how weird this case is. And the print lab gets pissed. So like, hey, guys, uh, it's going to take a while. Can you, like, take your hoping and dreaming somewhere else? Yeah. You know, like, like fuck off. <laughs> Why don't you guys go get a coffee, right? Then um, they've actually fall asleep on on the couch, but before they have like some good banter, and it's like, uh, you know, have you ever seen anything like this? And he's like, no, I, you know, I have never seen anything like this in my my time. Blah blah. And um, Somerset's like very, very nihilistic. I would say, or very apathetic. There you go. Very um, glass half empty, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, pessimistic mm-hmm. is the word I was looking for because he's like a, a you know. Do you think we're going to catch him? And uh, Mill says, and he goes, "All we're doing is collecting evidence, filing it away, so sometime later it could be reviewed." Meaning he doesn't feel like he's a hero and he's going to bust it. He no. just feels like he's a librarian. A librarian, sorry. <laughs> hey, man, I fuck up that word a lot. At least, at least I corrected myself. And then uh, uh, Mills is like, "No, we're gonna catch him. I got a feeling we're gonna catch him." And then he moves like an ashtray that's right by his head. And then there's something so about just that ashtray being moved where it really puts you of where this movie, like what time it was filmed in, because you never see brass ashtrays anymore. No, especially not in like a, a public yeah. building. Sort of thing that just doesn't happen, and I think that's—I guarantee that ashtray was in there. They probably put it in to give it like because this movie has a modern noir film, very much so feel to yeah. it. Yeah, 
hence why they have that filter and even the way like it's always John, raining yeah and john joe joe dresses a certain way mm-hmm. and also somerset dresses that old school detective way mm-hmm. But Mills doesn't. You know, he's kind of more modern. He's got an untucked shirt. It's wrinkly. He's got a leather yeah. jacket. He's got a more modern haircut. Where everyone else has kind of like this old school kind of look about him. Even the police officers have those crown of thorns kind of like oh, helmets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or not helmets, sorry, hats. Uh, I don't, I'm pretty sure at that time they didn't wear those at the time. They were the round. Yeah, yeah. they were round, yeah. But they have like the pointy ones. Mm-hmm. So uh, then anyway, next day, it's like, Bingo, we got a match. Wake up, lovers. You know, yeah, uh, right? They'd fallen asleep together next to each other, on leaning the couch. on each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty funny. So, um, when when they they say they got a, a match, right? Um, then we go. Uh, so this is uh, Thursday, and we hear like a um, like a, a briefing. You know, the uh, uh, Victor T. Allen, right? And his lawyer was Elliot Gold. Now, Victor was a known sex offender and. Elliot uh, Gould got him off, mm-hmm. right? And we see like the whole we we see the whole SWAT team, like me. Oh, yeah, like the whole department. Fuck yeah, is like following the captain down the stairs, yeah. out of the building. Why they they're got, being like, briefed? A, a caravan of, of trucks and cars going out. Like they brought mm-hmm. everybody out for this guy. Yeah, this is this is a big deal, right? Because now here's the thing, though. And I know they have to do this, but for obvious reasons, it can't be Victor. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, unless he wants to be caught or something, but just the way, I mean, when I thought about it, I'm like, okay, it makes sense that they am doing this, but at this magnitude, I mean, I guess they're taking this case like the most serious out of- Yeah, out of any of them. Out of any of them. By the way, fun fact, did you ever watch the movie Scrubs? I, I was just gonna say it, bro. The lead SWAT guy, California, is is the guy actor who plays Doctor Dark Cox. Cox. Yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I know. It's like that is awesome. It, it it really is awesome. I was gonna mention that in fun facts, but I was saving it for this because I wanted to see if you actually knew that. I love Doctor Cox, man, and uh, he is a alpha male in this he, he's only got a couple of lines in it but you could tell this guy's kick ass so they go up to the door and it's great because uh, um, oh wait first the car ride this is where Mills and Somerset get to know each other and he's like you know do you ever take a bullet oh yeah and Somerset's like I've only pulled out my gun twice with the intention of using it mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, and oh wait you know he says like a few times but he says I never I think he says he's never fired a he's shot never had to shoot it yeah yeah which says more about his personality mm-hmm. you know like he's a detective he's not coming after you he's going to find you the right way right not the kick open the doorway which is mills yeah, to yeah. a t <laughs> right i mean we're gonna see that later so um and then uh he goes uh you know uh, how about you and he goes um i never took a bullet well uh, you know but one time it was on one of these you know, uh, we we come to the guy's door and, and we kick it open and fucker opens fire on us and, you know, he hits partner and uh, spun him like a top and it was all in slow motion and um, I was riding in the F and he goes, what was his fucking name? He's trying to remember the name of the officer. Yeah. And he goes, you know, you know, he died right there and I was there and it was so surreal and it kind of further proves Somerset's whole theory of like it doesn't matter yeah like your name is not going to be remembered 
what you do doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because yeah. you lock these fuckers up and they're out the next day, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, anyway. <coughs> so, uh, Somerset goes, you know, the, the, they're they're like, oh, wait for the SWAT. SWAT come in and he goes, oh, they love this. And they bust open the door of the batting <laughs> ram. And they come in, guns blazing, and uh, uh, or not guns blazing, but like guns everywhere, you know, clear. And they're doing like the the, the arm tap and everything oh, else yeah, like yeah. that. They clear that room really fast. And then they go to the room with all the the hanging air fresheners, mm-hmm. you know. And then they find Victor in the bed. And then uh, 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 California goes, get up, you sack of shit. Get up. <laughs> you know, and they go over to him and they lift it up. And this they guy, pull the blanket off of him. Looks like a fucking mummy. Oh, dude, he's so dehydrated and, you know, gray skin. He's got boils all over him. You know, he has a, a blindfold on him and everything. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, they get closer and Mills bends down. Oh, no, it's not Mills. It's California. He goes, you got what you deserve, you sack of shit. Well, no, Mills bends oh, yeah. down and he finds this little care kit that oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, killer you're right. left. Uh, Tons of syringes. Yeah, syringes. Antibiotics, pain relievers. Like, like there's like fingernail clippings and urine urine sample and like the whole nine yards. But the creepiest thing is when it says like, this was taken one year ago today. Oh, all the photographs. And it's like a time lapse, a creepy like... Flashbook, yeah, of like a Polaroids, of Polaroids of him, you know, decaying, and and you see his like jaw open, and and dude, that is that is the creepiest scene of this whole movie. Is oh, hundred percent, like yeah. <coughs> again, six hours of makeup, yeah, for this, um, and uh, the guy was ninety six pounds, and Fincher wanted to, him to lose even more. What? Yeah, and the guy's like, look, man. I'm, I've lost enough. Yeah. yeah. And like, I'll, I'll literally die if I lose more weight. Also, too, his hand is missing. Yes. Meaning his hand was chopped off in order to plant this evidence, and he knew and he wanted it to happen, and he knew they were going to fight. Because one year ago today, he planned that shit. Yeah. John Doe made sure that they would find it that day, uh, which is kind of cool. So th- then they're outside, and... A photographer flashes a photo of them, mm-hmm. and then uh, you you see Mills blow up. He's like, "Hey, you know, get the fuck out of here. Who you let you in here? How'd you know you'll fuck off?" And he goes like, "I'm gonna follow report." And he goes, "M A I L E S Mills, motherfucker." And then <laughs> and, he, and then he goes, "You know, photographers they pay for information and they pay well." And he goes, "Oh fuck, I, I'm sorry, man. They, they piss me off is all." And he goes, "It's fine." I love seeing a man feeding on his own emotions. <laughs> a very classy shot at Mills. I know, right? Because it's like, I'm getting to know you, I'm starting to like you, and then you do something stupid. You know? <laughs> You're yapping like a dog again. Oh, where the fuck are we? Are we still on? We're still on Thursday, right? I don't think we're at Friday yet. No, we're not at Friday yet. Not yet. Okay. Um, no. Oh. Then we go to our, um, then we go to the hospital mm-hmm. to see Victor, and they kind of give us. Now this guy looks like a fucking walking zombie, or not even walking, like a strapped down mummy zombie. Right. And you see him, in, and they have him in this like room, and they're like, "Can we question him?" And they go, 
Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And they go, look, his brain is mush. Mm-hmm. He's been fed so much heroin uh, and morphine and, and antibiotics to keep him alive. He's been tortured. I don't think they gave him, he gave him any food, or did he? I mean, because you don't see any food around there. No, I, I Maybe don't. he just, he had him hooked up to IVs or, and yeah. maybe vitamins. Right. You know? And then he goes like, this man has been through more suffering than I've ever seen in my whole career as being a doctor, and he still has hell to look forward to. Yeah. Brutal statement. And he goes like, if you were to, if he was able to talk, he bit off his tongue a long time ago, and if you were to shine a flashlight in his eyes, he'd die of shock. (laughs) And you're like, fuck. Well, he was a child molester. And and all sorts of other things on top of that. Now... I don't believe in torture. I do believe in firing squad. This was a little extreme. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe if I was a parent, I'd feel like this was justified. Yeah. But not being a parent, I mean, like, dude, a year of being strapped to a bed, just out of the boredom alone, oh but then being God. tortured yeah. and just, like, given drugs where you think about it. Like, do you think that guy had any even concept of time after a certain point? No, not at all. Yeah. That's just like fucking insane. Did you know they're working on, or I think they stopped, but they were working on a drug for to give to life sentence people, and it's an injection, and you're there only for like about two or three weeks, but it seems like like uh, 40 years pass by. Jesus. Christ, I know, yeah, right? Yeah. And how are you going to reform people about that? But they thought it would be like, oh, then they're going to get out of jail, and then they'll still be young enough to be a member of society, and then it's like, no, you're creating... You're going to create crazy fucking people. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, do you want, like, mass serial killers? Because that's how you get mass serial Dude, because I've been on mushroom trips or, like, edible trips that it seemed like that one night lasted a year. Yeah. You know, your mind is just, ra- like, you're trying to go to sleep and your mind's just racing. Oh, God. And th- that's what this reminded me of is, like, just being on a bad trip mm-hmm. for a year. That's crazy, dude. Oh, man. So now we're going to uh, uh, Friday because um, Tracy calls Somerset mm-hmm. out of nowhere at the end because Somerset's throwing his his uh, switchblade at like a dartboard. And yeah. he's always got this metronome. And I guess it helps him wind down or think. And sleep, yeah. Yeah, and it's part of his routine. And um, Tracy gives him a call and she's like, Hi, and he's like Tracy. Like, this is weird. Like, why are you calling me? You know. And now, if he was a younger man, that would definitely be weird. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. Booty call. Yeah, exactly. And she's being really quiet. And he's like, uh, "Are you okay? Where's Mills?" And he, she's like, "He's in the shower. I need to talk to someone. Is there anyone I can anywhere we can meet up and, mm-hmm. and I could just talk to you, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure. I know a place. You know, uh, take care. You know." And then now it's Friday. So they meet up at this diner. Yeah. And he's like, so how are you holding up? And she tells him, you know, as a teacher, you know, I'm looking at schools, but the conditions here are horrible. Mm-hmm. And I hate it here. And I was trying to be optimistic at first, but this is just, this is just not me. Right, right. You know, and it's like. Yeah, she's just really not happy. And I I think, I'm not exactly sure where they came from, but it kind of seems more like kind of small town or small... It was like, yeah, like a rural upstate community. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
I, th- I don't think it was like Buffalo, New York, but it was it was more upstate and right. more rural, you know. And then she breaks the news that she's pregnant, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I don't want to have a child in this environment." No, and I don't blame her at all. It'd be a terrible place. And then Somerset opens up a little bit. I just realized that the word "fuck" has been used more in our background music than that what we normally use. This is definitely not going to be safe for kids on the YouTube's. <laughs> I'm just saying, all right. Just you know. Then again, neither is this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, she says, you know, I'm pregnant, and then he discloses. We get to hear more about this relationship, mm-hmm. you know. And he goes, "I was in a relationship, very much like a marriage." And we got pregnant, and you know, we made the decision. She wanted to keep it, and I pushed her, and I kept pushing her, and I pushed her, and finally, she she had an abortion. Right. And uh, he says, "Not a day." He goes, "I know I did the right decision. I made the right decision. Mm-hmm. But there's not a day that goes by that I wish we would have kept it." And then he goes, "But if you do keep the baby, I mean." You spoil that kid every chance you get. And she starts crying. Mm. This is the best acting I've ever seen her do. Because when she cries, you know when... And you probably have seen this in people when... when Especially, uh, no offense ladies, but ladies, they, they do that kind of like smile thing. Like it catches them so like by the heartstrings. Yeah. That you smile and you almost laugh, but you're crying. You right. Know? You know, it's just like a wave of emotions. Because she's conflicted because he just said what she's thinking, which is, I would never want to bring up a kid here either. Yeah. And I made the right decision, but fuck, I wish I would have had that kid. And she's doing the same thing. Like, I don't want to bring up a kid here. And, and, but here's the thing though. She's like, did you tell him? And she goes, no. And she goes, well, if you, if you, you know, Mm -hmm. make a decision, never, ever ever tell him yeah you know but if you know you do but yeah like if you don't plan on keeping it do not ever tell mills that you're pregnant in the first place how would you feel about that though honestly i mean because well if i never got told like then i wouldn't know so it wouldn't matter but there's but. always going to be that secret she's going to be harboring true you know i mean let's just put it this way if i know someone lied to me once I know they lied to me at least three times. Yeah. So that's the reason why I really don't agree with them. I mean, obviously she's trying, he, sorry, she, he's trying to protect Mills. Like you don't want to ever say you made a decision without him. Right. But at the same time, I don't know. This is this scene is, it's a really great scene just for like, there's a lot of emotion and power here, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and it was good to see like a, the dynamic between them as well. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. So then we um, we get some testimony from the landlord, you know, and the landlord was like, you know, Victor paid his rent on time, mm-hmm. never a complaint about him, never complained. Everybody paid with cash. Yeah, best tenant I ever had. And then uh, uh, it's funny because he's like, whoever this guy, oh, this Somerset here, he goes, whoever this guy is, he's cool, he's calculated, mm-hmm. he's very intelligent. 
And then Mills like, no, come on, he's a fucking nutcase. <laughs> he's sitting around eating peanut butter out of a jar, jerking off, reading guns and ammo. <laughs> I had to write that quote down because it's just so funny, right? And then uh, he goes, and he goes, he's smarter than you think. And he goes, what? Just because he's got a library card doesn't make him fucking Gandhi. And then he goes, wait, what? How much money you got? And he's like, I don't know, like 50 bucks. And he goes, come with me. And he goes, you want to get out of the office? Because they were just waiting for the mm -hmm, next thing, right? Mm -hmm. So then we see Mills and Somerset, and they're at this pizza place. And he goes, do you really have to sit next to me? It's going to feel like we're dating or something. <laughs> There's an empty chair. And, uh, uh, you know, they got a slice of pizza, which, by the way, I can really go for a slice. A New York slice of pizza Ooh. sounds so good right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this guy sits down. And he goes, Somerset, I didn't know this is going to be Naj. And he goes, it's not a problem. He goes, you got the money, and gives this this dude the money, and this, this white guy, just like slubby looking dude, mm -hmm. and the guy even fucking takes one of his pizzas and and walks off, and he goes, thanks, you're welcome, by the way, <laughs> and he goes, well, that was money well spent. What was that all about? And then, um, and then we hear the FBI library speech, which is like, you see him walking, and he goes, uh, that guy, that gentleman works for the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, it didn't look like it. And he goes, well, they're not supposed to, right? And he goes, every book, certain books are flagged. They're, they're yeah. you know, just like websites now. now. We know about this now, but we did not know about this back then. But this is actually a real thing. He goes, <coughs> say if you check out Mein Kampf or... You get on a list. Yeah, you get on a list. If you yeah. check out, like, something about bondage or the seven deadly sins, if they're in combinations... You get on a list. Right. And he goes, wait a minute. There's no fucking way this could be legal or, or civil. And he goes, well, it isn't. Right. And, he, and he goes, how do you know of this? And he goes, I don't. And neither do you. <laughs> so then they get like the results back, right? And uh, they're looking over all these names. And finally, they come to, uh, you know, so they're looking at all these names. And he goes, bondage, bondage. And he goes, oh, not what you think. Yeah, not that kind of bondage. <laughs> not that kind of bondage. And then he goes, uh, um, Paradise Lost, uh, Dante's, and he goes, oh, and he, and because he mentions a book that they haven't even mentioned yet, mm -hmm. uh, Paradise Lost, and there's another one, I fucking forgot which one it is, but. I think it was the Cadbury Tales or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's like the big three that, that even Mills didn't know about, mm -hmm. you know, and it reminds, uh, um, reminds Somerset about it, and he goes, what's the name? Jonathan Doe. Oh, Okay. Remember that's that? not obvious. Yeah, not at, all. <laughs> well, at least he went with Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, at least it wasn't Steve Smith. <laughs> oh, that would be brutal. Mm hmm. So then they go to the door, and it's like, uh, so how are we going to approach this? So they're at the front door, you know, and, um, you know, they're like, well, you know, just one. Go ahead. Because, yeah, because they were at the front door and everything. Um, but then they like no. That's what I mean. They're they're, they're thinking like what what are we gonna say? Hello, uh, you're into evil books. Like what the fuck, you know? Right. And then go ahead. Uh, and then like they hear a noise or whatever, and they see the dude like taking off. Yeah. No. There's a guy just standing there with some groceries. That's what it was. Yeah. And then they just kind of stare each other down. He drops the groceries, pulls out a uh, like a, a Glock, and just starts firing. And they're like. Oh shit! No, because he goes because Somerset looks at him and knows something's gonna go down. He goes Mills, and then boom, 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 boom. You know, so now we have our chase scene through the rain and through all these. 
And they're chasing through like people's apartments. Mm-hmm. They're going through mm-hmm. fire escapes. There's a really cool scene where Mills is on a fire escape and it's the upward shot and you see the rain come down on him. It was pretty dope. That's yeah. pretty dope. And then uh but and and then people are throwing shit out windows because there's gunshots and everything else. But but it, this is a very cool scene where it's so chaotic and and but Somerset's going the smart way down. Mm-hmm. You know he's not chasing after him like whatever. So he's more meticulous. He's right. more methodical. He goes. It's kind of. I mean, it's good cop, bad cop. Yeah, it's kind of cliche, but in this one, it's not like forced down your throat. No, not at all. They did it a lot more subtle kind of way. Mm-hmm. Like the old guys choosing his moves, mm-hmm. as were the young guys just blindly one's playing chess, one playing checkers. Exactly. So finally, well, I uh, think one's playing chess, the other's playing dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> this is also the scene where he, where he gets fucked up bad yeah. uh, in real life, Brad Pitt. So finally, they, um, you know, Brad Pitt thinks he's got him. He's he's got him in a corner, you know. And there's this garbage truck, and the truck is running. He's checking underneath, and he's checking the sides. He's checking everything, and then boom! On the back of his head from above, Jonathan Doe is hiding there. He hits him with a tire iron. Bro, that was so sick. I know. And everything we know about head injuries today. Oof. Tire iron, dude. Fuck. Oh, just straight up rebar and iron against the head, right? So uh, then what we have is is a, 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 like a stalemate because John Doe comes down and he just puts a gun to his head and you see the water like come off. The, and it's like such a... And it's that angle, like the upward angle from like the barrel of so the gun. So you don't see his face, but you yeah. see what he's wearing. Right, and um, he just goes no, and then it just, and then he just takes off because you hear Mills, Mills, you know, and and it's funny because we know there's like a level of respect here. There's a Batman Joker thing going on, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, then we cut to, you know, he gets bandaged up. Uh, no, no, he doesn't get bandaged up. He just has his arm straight up in his jacket. Yeah, he's yeah, bleeding everywhere. Like, yeah, he's all fucked up. Mills is, and Somerset Mills are there, and and Mills is just ready to break down the door and fucking and and Somerset something. He goes, whoa, 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 whoa! How did we get here? Yeah. How how did we get here? You we can't just kick down this door. We need a reason to knock on this door, or else he'll fucking walk. If we if we kick down this door, and we get any evidence, it's ex- um, insubmissible. Yeah. Cannot use anything we get in here. Even if it says, I did all the murders. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. It's significant, right? So then Mills goes, you're fucking right. You're right. You're right. And then he just kicks down the door and goes, well, oh, well. Yeah. D- deal with it, it. Deal with it. You know, unless you know how to fix this. <laughs> and then uh, he goes, you stupid <laughs> son of a bitch. And then he goes, hey, how much more money we got? <laughs> and then they pay this crackhead girl, and she goes, yeah, there was this guy doing all weird shit, and that's what I had, Somerset's number, and I gave him a call, and he goes, okay, enough, 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 yeah, enough, yeah, enough. Yeah, sign yeah. here, right, sign here, yeah, 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 too much, too much, too much. <laughs> so then we get our investigation, and this is where we see the black apartment with the red cross, and we see all the notebooks, and we get to see, you know, uh, uh, you see, um, you know, um, uh, Somerset's reading the books and that's mm-hmm. when he goes, you know, what puppets we are and what miserable lives we play in in this, this mm-hmm. fantasy. 
you know, and, and he's just reading and he goes, if we had 12 men reading that, and that's when he reads the part about throwing up on the dude in the, uh, in the subway. In the subway, yeah. And it was, it was kind of weird too, because like, while Somerset's reading, Mills is like going through drawers and, yeah. and everything and finds like all these different bottles of like empty bottles of aspirin. So like- I, I have that written down. So um, there's a lot of locks. There's multiple locks on every door. There's yeah. about five or six. There's tons of bottles of aspirin, right? We see a bunch of pairs of clothing and they're all the same. Yeah. Like the same like slacks, the same mm-hmm. jackets, you know, the same shirts. Um, we find Victor's hand, which was kind of creepy. He had like the trophies, yeah. from the different murders. Then we find the receipt from Wild Bill's leather shop. Yeah. Okay. More on that later. Then the red room, and then we find photos. And he goes, Somerset, Somerset, <coughs> Somerset runs over and he goes, We fucking had him. We fucking had him. And he goes, What do you mean? What do you mean? And you see, like. Mills and Somerset, it was the photographer. Yeah, so the the killer was using his bathtub to develop photos. Yeah, that was his red room. And so when uh, Somerset goes in, he looks into the tub and sees the pictures of Mills when yeah. he was like swatting away at that photographer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When he goes, M-I-L-E-S, Mills, fuck you. <laughs> so, um, uh, uh, oh, also, too, um, there's... Uh, tons of money like just that you know like but but just cash right you know and like a cigar box yeah and he goes we got his funds fuck yeah you know and he's happy he's like okay cool we got his lair we got his funds we got some notebooks we got him yeah not so much not so much then we hear a phone and then uh you hear uh, mills go phone shush shut up shut up everybody and they're listening for the phone and mills sees like the cord the phone cord, right. you know, that runs along, and he falls it, and he falls it, and he and he uh, grabs his jacket, and he goes, "Hello." And then Somerset runs behind him, and he puts the recorder on it, and he goes, "I admire you. Um, I don't know how you find me, but this is just a setback. Um, I hope to see you soon." And just hangs up the phone. Right. And it's like, do we got him? We got him. So they didn't trace the call, but they know his voice. So that's one identification. Then Mills is uh, walking out, and they go, is this him? And they have, like, a very Zodiac-like... It looks just... Like, I swear, Fitcher must look this Zodiac, because <laughs> it looks just like one of the drawings. Yeah. It looks just like it. Like, it's the only difference is he's wearing a hat. Yeah, which is kind of weird that they included that. But okay, you know. Right. Uh, let's see. Oh, sorry, I lied. There's 2,000 notebooks with 250 pages. On the subway today, a man came over to me and started a conversation. Lonely man, small talk, about the weather and other things. I tried to be pleasant, but my head began to hurt because of his bantery. I almost didn't notice it, but I threw up all over him. He was not pleased, and I couldn't help but laugh. (laughs) And then we see a picture in there too, and he goes, who's the blonde? And that's when we cut to Wild Bill's shop. Yeah. So Wild Bill's shop is is uh, you see this this like just leather bondage type shop, and uh, uh, you know you see this. We don't see it yet, but we hear him talk about it. And he mm-hmm. goes, John Doe. He gives him a receipt, and he goes, Yeah, I made this for him, and he gives him a photo. Now we don't see what it is yet, right. but we will. And he goes, You made this, like like, out of shock, like what? The- you you fucking made this thing? Yeah. 
what the fuck is wrong with you in the first place? <laughs> you know, but we don't see it. And he goes, and then they leave. And he goes, the picture, the picture. And then they get a call, and, and he goes, it's the blonde. They get a page or something, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, they get a page while they're there, and that's why they have to leave. Now, this is the most anxiety-inducing scene at the sex club. Mm-hmm. So we get the lust murder, right? And the, there's a there's a cop, and he goes, are you mil- your stomach? You're the tax? You got to get down here. And they go inside this underground dodgy club and everyone's scra- All the cops are screaming at it, Like, turn the music down. What the fuck is going yeah. on? And this is still active. Like, there's people still there. They're trying to get it out, right? And then we go... Uh, um, we go to, uh, you know, finally the bed. You see this girl and we don't see her the extent of her injuries. Mm-hmm. Let's just say it just says lust and blood. And they're putting a blanket over her because she's like ravaged yeah but we don't get to see it but our imaginations will do the fill in the blanks in our next scene now we have the interrogation scene Mm -hmm. so we have somerset with with one of the quote-unquote victims with the victim yeah yeah and he's sitting there goes, yeah, he, 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 he made it happen. And he, he, he made me wear it. And yeah, in fact, I, 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 I fucked her. I fucked her. I fucked her. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then he goes, who put it down? You or him? And you see it. And it's like a leather cod piece that you would put. Like a strap on. Like a strap on. But it goes over your dick and it's got a blade at least four inches long oh the blade on there that thing was like probably 10 inches long. i'm sorry my dick is so huge (laughs) that that blade looks small i just pictured it on me you know i mean when 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 you got that bde you know i you know i have to tape my dick down when i go to work because like (laughs) i've been doing that for years i even had like a contraption myself made out of leather just so it goes to one leg or the other i switch off depending on day anyway no but the blade is huge like it's almost as it's it's huge. Yes, it it's is, almost it is, as long as is the cock is. Crazy, yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was like maybe a uh, two thirds of the size, but I could be wrong. Could be longer than that. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking, all right. I actually did some deep dive on this. I bet you did. The average American, and I'm not saying us because we we're above average. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> we got the best both of both worlds. <laughs> An Italian man's brain and a black man's dick. <laughs> I knew you'd laugh at that. Oh, my God. I had to get one out of you. All right, come on. Deep dive it. All right, so deep dive it. The average American penis, and this is not lies. This is, like, from doctors, is 5.9 inches long. Oh. I know, right? <laughs> Poor guys. So that's why I figured this blade is about four inches long because it's Almost as big, but it then again, I mean, outward, but it right. starts at the base of the shaft, right? So the blade itself is probably a good like six inches long, maybe at least. At yeah. least, I don't know how he fucked her with this thing, but dude, I mean, this would disembowel her easy. That, yeah, it's one of the most brutal things I think a movie has ever done. Well, I mean, between this and the Victor thing. Well, Victor is slow torture Mm -hmm. because this girl would have died pretty quickly. Yeah. But still. True, but still. like, I mean, uh, here's the thing. Like, did he make him finish? I always wonder about that. (laughs) No, for real, though. I I don't think he did. I don't think he did. (laughs) I don't think he would be able to, but still. 
because um, I know I've heard a couple of sword and stale, uh, scale story, stories, like murder story, like for true murders. Yeah. Where like the uh, the murderer or whatever will have like make like people fuck, you know, while they're robbing them and they're about to kill them anyway, mm-hmm. and they'll just like you know for funsies like you know suck his dick, you know, do this, and they can never get hard and they can never complete because they're in such fucking fear and shock. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's a biological thing. Like, your brain literally won't let you do that. Yeah, your brain is fight or flight, not mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah. You know? So, anyway, um, and then, so, Somerset's interviewing him, and then the other room, you have the club uh, gatekeeper, I don't know, ticket taker, guard, what, what would you call him? Inkeep? Yeah, he's Inkeep? like the cashier. And he goes, thing. Yeah. And he goes, do you like what you do for a living? And he goes, no. But it's, that's life. And he goes like, uh, so someone comes in, do a little ooh la la, whatever. You know, anyone have a package or, or did you see anything? And he goes, hey man, people got fucking suitcases when they come in here. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. Anyway, yeah, like dude bringing in a big backpack or something is not out of the ordinary. This is based on a real life killer too. This just this scene. Oh, okay. There was a um, a guy who killed um, a bunch of homosexuals, mm-hmm. and uh, he was actually banned from a bunch of these clubs because he'd kind of rough them up, but he ended up killing a couple of people. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know his name because it's not very a known case, but if you go to, like, uh, like I just pre-mentioned it, and I'm not sponsored by them, so fuck them, but uh, Sword and Scale, they, uh, they actually cover, like, this case. But, yeah, it was okay. this creepy married guy that would, like, hook up with black... I don't know why is it always a creepy married white guy that hooks up with black dudes, like, <laughs> and then and then murders them. I'm looking at you, Dahmer. Oh wait, you're dead. My bad. So then the ending of the scene is very depressing because we just see Somerset in one interrogation room and Mills in the next, and it's just quiet and they're just kind of sitting there, and that's like the end of that scene, right? Right. Like they were really hoping to get something from it, but the one dude's so hysterical, and the other dude just really just doesn't care now then they meet up at a bar and we kind of get like we we have uh you know somerset goes like i would like you to keep me on the case because his last day was that day yeah and he goes if you don't mind and mill's like of course you know i mean you know you start it we should finish it right and they go to the bar and they're hanging out and uh, he's like, so, you know, why why are you leaving really? And he goes, you know, it's just my time, this and that. And he goes, I, you know, I I was like you. I thought I could do some good. And, da, da, da. and he goes, but, you know, at the end of the day, even if we do catch him and an alien pops out of his head and he is the devil himself, I mean, what really are we going to do? There's always going to be another one. Right. Kind of thing, you know, even though I haven't seen anything like this before, it this is like actually kind of a sign that I should be going because it's that bad. Yeah. <clears throat> and then Mills goes like, you know, you say, you're telling me, you're saying that the city's fucked and everything else. We should go live in a log cabin or whatever. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Sorry, I'm talking my hands. Oh, it's all right. All right. <laughs> Somerset's climbing on the furniture. <laughs> and he goes, so you think, you know, you're saying that like it's fucked up and there's nothing we can do and this and that and. And he goes, I think that you're saying the things that you're saying because you know that you could do something and you're running away. Yeah. Instead of it is the way it is and there's nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and and uh, he goes, and and I don't believe that. And then he he goes, look, it's late, I'm tired. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Then we get a foreshadowing scene of it just cuts to Mills and Tracy in bed, and he goes, I love you, baby, so much. Then we cut to Sunday. We get a phone call. I've gone and done it again. Yeah. So, you know, he goes, you'll be, you know, this is when the whole you'll be doing me a favor thing happens. Mm -hmm. And then they're walking up and, uh, uh, you know, and and they're walking up to the precinct. uh, Mills and Somerset up and his detective. And then they're, you know, they're just bantering back and forth a little bit. Detective. Detective! (laughs) And he goes, I think you're looking for me. And we see John Doe, Kevin Spacey, finally revealed, wearing a white t-shirt, black slacks, and blood all over him. Yeah, and he's got bandages on his fingertips and stuff. And he's like, down, down, motherfucker. Get fucking down, 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 you piece of shit. Down, down, down. Here's the thing, though. He goes, I think you're looking for me. But then he cocks his head and he goes, I know you. Super creepy. Because of the picture. Right. He didn't know it was the same guy. Because remember, they've only talked to him on the phone, on the phone. and they chase yeah. him. Right. And then he says, I'd like to speak to a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I think if I press this button. The client says there are two more bodies. Two more victims hidden away. He will take Detectives Mills and Somerset to these bodies, but only Detectives Mills and Somerset, only at six o'clock today. Why us? He says he admires you. I mean, as far as master plans go, John. I can't wait for you to see. I really can't. It's really going to be something. Well, you know what? I'm going to be standing right next to you. So when this big thing happens, you be sure and let me know, because I wouldn't want to miss it. Oh, don't worry. You won't. You won't miss a thing. Get out of the van! Jesus Christ, man, don't shoot me! Lloyd, what are you doing here? I'm just delivering a package, man. I got this package for this guy, David. This guy paid me 500 bucks to bring it out here, man. He said he wanted it here at exactly 7 o'clock. Put it down. Game over, man. Game over! I'm gonna open it. When I said I admired you, I meant what I said. There's blood. You've made quite a life for yourself, Detective. Mm. You should be very proud. Shut the fuck up, you piece of shit. California, stay away from here. Stay away from here now. Don't, don't, don't come in here. Whatever you hear, stay away. John Doe has the upper hand. Mills! Here he comes. What? I wish I could have lived like you did. Shut day. up. What the fuck are you talking about? Do you hear me, Detective? I'm trying to tell you how much I admire you and your pretty wife. 
What? Tracy. What'd you fucking say? It's disturbing how easily a member of the press can purchase information from the men in your precinct. visited your home this morning, after you'd left. I tried to play husband. I tried to taste the life of a simple man. It didn't work out. So, I took a souvenir. Her pretty head. What the fuck's she talking about? Give me your gun. Come on over there. Put the, put the gun I down. I saw you with the box. What was in the box? Because I envy your normal life. Put the gun down, baby. It seems that envy is my sin. No, oh, what's in the box? Not taking, give me the what's gun. in the fucking box? Give me the gun. He just told you. You lie! You're a fucking liar! Shut up! That's what he wants. He, wa he wants you to shoot him. No! No! You tell me, you tell me. That's not true, that's not true. Become vengeance, dude. Ah, oh, she's all right, you tell me. Become wrath. Tell me she's all right! She made her a suspect, David. No! Just throw it all away, you know. No! She begged for her life, detective. Shut up! She begged for her life. Shut up. And for the life of the baby inside of her. Shut up! him he will win oh god oh god oh 